Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS highlights higher penalties for some tax returns filed after September 14th, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service today urged individuals who owe taxes but have not yet filed for 2019 to act now to avoid larger penalties that, by law, start after September 14th. The uh, tax deadline was July 15th this year, so you'll recall that the tax deadline for the tax return for 2019, bit confusing, it's normally on April 15th, but then it was pushed out to the July 15th. So July 15th was when the 2019 tax returns uh, were due, but then you could have filed an extension for the 2000 for the tax return, just like you kind of normally would, but the extension is just going to be extending to October 15th. So the extension, and that's the normal extension date. So when you file the extension to October 15th, that should put us back into our normal kind of process because they didn't extend that date. They kept the normal kind of end date for the extension. Remember that when you file the extension, that doesn't mean that, you, that you're going to um, move, move the payment date out. So the payments for the taxes are actually due at that point. That's a similar concept as when... Uh, as as normal, right? The taxes, the tax payments are actually due. There's two things you want to keep in your mind. One is the payments that you need to make, and two, the the penalties related to the uh, filing. So there's two penalties you're trying to avoid. One, the late payment penalties, and two, the penalties for the for the late filing. The extension could help with the late filing penalties, but not the penalties related to uh, the late payment. All right. So taxpayers who submitted an extension have until October 15th to file and do not face the failure to file penalty if they file their taxes uh, by that deadline. But taxpayers need to remember that an extension to file is not an extension to pay. Any taxes they owe after July 15th deadline are subject to the failure to pay penalty and interest. So the IRS is saying, hey, look, you know, you still owe the taxes as of as of July 15th. Uh, so you, you're, you know, you could be subject to penalties based on that, even if the extension was made to October, those taxpayers who didn't request an extension and still owe taxes fa uh, face both the failure to file and the failure to pay penalties. They should file now and pay uh, what they can before larger penalties take effect after September 14th. So apparently they're going to ratchet up the penalties after September 14th. So they're saying, uh, pay now. So the penalty for not filing a federal tax return by the due date or extended due date is generally 5% of the unpaid tax for each month or part of a month that a tax return is late up to 25% of the unpaid tax. However, if the return is more than 60 days late, a minimum penalty applies. If no return has been filed after 60 days, the minimum penalty that can be charged is $435 or 100% of the unpaid tax, whichever is less. This year, that important 60-day date occurs after September 14th. Uh, in addition to penalties, interest will also be charged on any tax not paid by the July 15th due date. So once they charge you that they, once the IRS determines that you owe them money based on their their, their determination, they then say that uh, if you didn't pay them by that point, then you owe interest on it, right? So just like any other debt at that point in time, once the debt has been put into place, they're going to say, well, now you you owe us interest for, you know, not paying the debt. It's kind of like a loan at that point, and then they, they charge interest on it. So remember, if a refund is due, no penalty is charged on the late return filed by a taxpayer. IRS Free File is available on irs.gov through October 15th. 
uh, to prepare and e-file a 2019 individual return. So you might want to take a look at that uh, free file tool. It could be useful to, to have a free file tool on the IRS. It's not, it's not for everybody, but if you're under a certain threshold, if your returns is fairly basic, then the free file tool uh, could be a useful tool to use. Penalty relief may be available. Taxpayers who have not been assessed any penalties for the past three years often qualify to have penalties abated. So you could try to abate the penalties if this is like an unusual circumstance, uh, and it may be for many people at this point. So a taxpayer who does not qualify for the first-time penalty relief may still qualify for penalty relief if their failure to file or pay on time was due to reasonable cause and not willful negligence. So there's that willful negligence again. So you have to prove to the IRS it's, it's kind of like reasonable cause and not willful negligence. So the intention, of course, uh, like many areas of the law, is is important didn't do it on purpose totally uh, unintentional uh, problem here so <laughs> by law interest cannot be abated so uh so by so the interest involved the interest that accumulate is not something that will be abated however the penalty portion then could be abated under certain circumstances in other words removed so get more time to pay there are op options for taxpayers who owe but can't pay the full amount so this was probably a case with, with many people at this point. And if, if that is the case, if you can't pay the taxes, you might be saying, well, hey, maybe I just don't file at all or something like that. Or I put myself on an extension and just, but that's not what you want to do because the IRS will then tack on penalties and interest on top of the amount that's, that uh, you didn't pay. So you want to make sure that you're in as, in as much compliance with the IRS as you can. And it's pretty easy to do that. The IRS is a bureaucratic agency. So you just make sure you keep in communication with them. If you can't pay the taxes, you still want to file the taxes and then tell the IRS, hey, I can't pay. W would you set up a payment plan for me? And the IRS will basically act kind of like you're like, like a loan at that point, setting up a payment plan. You'll still be charged interest on it, but you can avoid the penalties and you won't have to worry so much about, you know, the IRS taking some kind of collection action against you. And if you're if, if, if you're in good compliance with the IRS, then uh, they typically then it's it's a lot easier <laughs> to deal with. So qualified taxpayers can choose to pay any taxes over time through a payment plan, including an installment agreement. So there's a link to the installment agreement here that can be set up in a matter of minutes on irs.gov. You can basically do it almost electronically. So you don't even really need to talk to anyone uh, to do it. Uh, or so the one option is to actually do it online, set up your payment plan, your installment agreement online, and then just, you know, make sure you're following through with the installment agreement and you should be in good standing with the IRS. But there's other options as well. A taxpayer sp a specific tax situation will determine which payment options are available. The IRS has more information for taxpayers who owe taxes but cannot afford to pay the full amount. So there's more information here. Again, the normal route is the installment in agreement. You may look into an offer and compromise or something like that, which, which is uh, something I would research before looking into getting help with the offer and compromise so look, look in, in, into the offer and compromise first and if you want to set up an, an installment agreement you can do it online you can look at a form to set up the installment agreement <clears throat> or you could try contacting or calling the irs but that's more difficult at this point in time or you know going going and seeing if you can get an appointment with the irs but it is something that you should be able to do uh, without too much trouble um, but if you want to get advice on it you can you can look into those resources as well okay check withholding to avoid surprises next year uh, taxpayers can use the irs tax withholding estimator to do a paycheck checkup 
there's a link to the withholding estimator here to have the right amount of tax withheld during the year. So you want to make sure you're doing the withholding estimator. Many people probably didn't file 2019 till later this year. So if that's the case, then, and they probably had a lot of changes in 2020, the current year, which is going to be filed in 2021. So it could be the case that this year is much different than 2019. And you didn't know what to do with 2019, considering that it was filed later in the first place. So once you file 2019, you may want to then do a uh, withholding estimator checkup, as they call it which is basically going to be an, an estimator software tool basically to help you to figure out you know what your tax might be in say 2020 and then you can adjust your withholdings in 2020 at the end of the year right now so so the you want to make sure if you need to up the withholdings that you do it now to avoid penalties and interest uh, for late payments at that point in time the withholding estimator tool can help you to do that if you need to up the withholdings at the end of the year then you want to do that now and then hopefully next year things will normalize back out. And then you want to use the withholding estimator again to figure out what the standard withholding should be throughout the entire year to meet your tax obligation needs in hopefully more of a normal kind of way going forward from that point. So the IRS reminds taxpayers that unemployment uh, uh, compensation is generally taxable. So many more people are going to be getting unemployment compensation in 2020. It is something that's going to be taxable. And again, in, in 2020, people's taxes are probably much different than they were in 2019. And they probably just filed 2019 returns. So you may want to use the withholding estimator and, and take a look at the unemployment compensation because it generally will be a taxable event. See if you, if you owe taxes. If you do, you may be able to take some of that withholding out of the unemployment compensation in a similar way as you would with your W-2 wages. That's one thing you can look into, or you may need to make estimated tax payments or both. Uh, to determine if the unemployment is taxable, taxpayers can visit the our, our payments I receive for being unemployment taxable. So questions about unemployment tax payments and the taxability of them and how to deal with that. You can go to the link here. There'll be a link to this in the description. So that's going to be a tax tool on the irs.gov website. Taxpayers can choose to have the federal income tax withheld from their unemployment payments. For more information, go to uh, form W-4V, Voluntary Withholding Request. There's a PDF link to that here. Otherwise, taxpayers receiving unemployment benefits may be required to make quarterly estimated tax payments.